0: Hi, I'm Wes Platt, executive editor of School Bus Fleet. Welcome to the 15th episode of The Route, our ongoing content series. Be sure to follow us on social media. Click like on this and all our other videos and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Comments are always welcome. It's Love the Bus Month, so send your favorite yellow bus stories to info at schoolbusfleet.com or just comment on this video. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first stop is Schenectady, New York, and the headquarters of TransFinder, which recently reported that it set a revenue record of $23 million in 2021. That revenue is up about 23% from 2020, when the company reported earnings of $18.9 million. TransFinder provides school bus routing and other logistics solutions to school districts throughout North America. The company credited RouteFinder Plus, its browser-based routing solution released in 2020 for helping TransFinder reach the new record. According to TransFinder, the routing tool was used to create 10.2 million miles of routes during its first full year on the market. Has your company reached an important milestone? Let us know about it at info at schoolbusfleet.com. Our second stop is South Charleston, West Virginia where Green Power Motor Company has launched a job training initiative with local leaders to fill hundreds of jobs in the new electric vehicle manufacturing plant coming to that city. Green Power announced in January that it's setting up a facility in West Virginia to build electric vehicles, including school buses. That project is expected to bring as many as 900 jobs to the region in the coming years. Now there's a partnership between Green Power, Bridge Valley Community and Technical College and the Workforce Development Board of Kanawha County to create a pipeline to provide green power with trained workers. Said Kanawha County Commissioner Lance Wheeler, when I hear 900 jobs, I hear 900 new opportunities for citizens to provide for their kids and their families and that brings me excitement. What do you think this expansion means for the electric school bus industry? Share your thoughts in the comments. Next up, Washington, DC, where the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, FMCSA, is gearing up to put the entry-level driver training or ELDT rule into effect. School Bus Fleets Associate Editor, Christy Grimes, shared six things you should know about the ELDT. All new school bus drivers must complete a theory and behind the wheel training program and get at least 80% on an exam on the classroom content and demonstrate proficiency on the behind the wheel skills before taking the commercial driver's license or CDL test. Training must come from a registered training provider. Uh, The ELDT applies to all new drivers applying for their initial class A or class B CDL, uh, or drivers looking to upgrade their current CDL, or drivers getting a HAZMAT endorsement for the first time. All entry-level driver training instruction must come from a school or entity listed on the training provider registry or TPR. Any training conducted after the date of a training facility's removal from the TPR will be considered invalid. After completed training, drivers must electronically transmit their certification through the TPR website. This must be done by midnight on the second business day after completing training. This is expected to to prove to your state's driver's licensing agency that you've completed the ELDT and are now eligible for CDL or endorsement testing. If you've already got a CDL before February 7th, you're not required to complete training for that CDL or endorsement. Drivers who want CDL upgrades or new endorsements, however, are affected. How do you feel about the ELDT taking effect? Let me know in the comments. Our last stop is New York City, where a US District Court judge ruled that the city's Department of Education routinely denied students with diabetes access to field trips and bus transportation. That ruling from Judge Nina Gershon comes in response to a 2018 class action lawsuit brought by the American Diabetes Association and the families of three individual students who attend New York City schools. The plaintiffs didn't ask for monetary damages. Instead, they want an overhaul of the DOE's policies and practices governing the delivery of diabetes-related care. The court ordered that the city of New York determine how many trip nurses are necessary to cover the current shortfall and higher to fill those gaps to make sure all students can attend all trips. Also, the court ordered the DOE to train all bus drivers and attendants to administer life-saving emergency medicine called glucagon, which is used to treat severe hypoglycemia or low blood sugar. What are your thoughts about this decision? Does your district make similar training available to its drivers and attendants? Discuss in the comments. All right. It's time to park the bus for now. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell your friends about the route. If you've watched previous episodes, you may recall that I'm giving out uh, my recipe for cheeseberry pie when we get 100 subscribers on the YouTube channel. But since we're almost to 70 subscribers, I thought I'd change it up a little. So I'm gonna start sharing the ingredients now. And you'll have the complete recipe after we reach 100 subscribers. So the first ingredient, the base that brings it all together, is a graham cracker pie crust. Get it pre-made in the store if you like. That's what I do. Um, but if you prefer to make the crust yourself, hey, knock yourself out. I wish you Godspeed. The next ingredient comes after we pass 70 subscribers. Until then, you can reach me by email at west.platt at bobbitt.com. Tweet us at schoolbusfleet. Drive safely. And see you next time on The Route.